You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Welcome to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. Lori, good to chat with you again. How are you? I'm doing well, Dave. Excellent. And boy, we have a special guest this week, a bit of a blast from the past, someone we haven't talked to for a while, Irv Tremblay. Irv Tremblay from Sutton Group Results Realty as well. Irv, good to talk with you again. How have you been? been great, Dave. It's uh, really exciting to be back on the show. It uh, reminds me of when you and I started the show, whatever, 12 years ago, 13 years ago. And I'm actually a little bit nervous, like the first show, because I'm not on the show all the time. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the helmet, she runs the show. And so I'm kind of uh, a little bit nervous, a bit like our first show. Well, Atis, you know, we wanted to have a chance to kind of chat with both of you. I guess, Lori, I mean, 2020 has been massive changes for everybody just because of the circumstances. But uh, I have to say, you and Irv are no exception to this. No exception. Exactly. And, and right at the beginning of the pandemic shutdown, when everything was uncertain, I, I got a call from my partner, Irv Tremblay, one Saturday night. And uh, I think this was around mid or late March. And um, Irv and I talked several times, sometimes through the day or through the week, and just, you know, business related. And uh, he had called me earlier in the day, and I was busy and hadn't gone back to him. And he called me later on, it was about nine at night. And that, oh, well, what does he want? There must be something important for him to call at that hour. And, and so I answered and he said, you know what? I think we should move brokerages. And uh, so that's why if you've noticed recently that uh, him and I are with Sutton Group Results Realty after many years with our previous brokerage. And I remember thinking, what? Did I hear this right? Um, you know, it just kind of came out of the blue. It was a little surprising. You know, it took me a while to digest. I'm thinking, We've just started, we're, you know, we're a little uncertain right now. The pandemic's just started. We're not quite sure how this is going to go real estate wise. Sure, let's just upend everything and move brokerages. But uh, <laughs> after talking to him, you know, I started to warm to it and, and uh, I understood where he was going with it. And, and I could kind of tell he'd made up his mind and it was probably the right decision. So ultimately, uh, that is what we did. Within a fair short amount of time, within, you know, three weeks or so, we, we were moved. And uh, it's turned out to be a great move. I was with Sutton Group uh, back in the beginning of my almost 30-year career for a good 10, 12 years. And I only moved, I only left to go work with Irv, to partner up with Irv. So um, to me, it was a bit of a homecoming and kind of slipping back into a comfortable old shoe. I I chuckled because the alarm code is still the same from almost 17 years ago when I left. So so, uh, it it has turned out to be a good move. but. it was an un- unexpected phone call, but not unwelcome. And so I thought, you know what? Let's have the very special guest, Irv Trombley, on so he can kind of explain a little bit more what his thought process was and why we ended up moving. Well, it, it, it was interesting. And I guess it, it was difficult for me, you know, being um, almost three years with the same brokerage that you uh, start with and you form your career. I started... Uh, with that brokerage, honed my career, uh, was successful uh, at that company for many years. And, uh, you know, Dave and I, uh, Dave, we've talked on the show many times that I encourage, uh, you know, agents not to move brokerages unless there is something in that brokerage that you, you can't live with for a variety of reasons or may affect the service that you provide to your clients. 
but don't be changing brokerages every year. You know, maybe you have a poorer year, you know, you, you should stay with your brokerage. And my advice from my coaches throughout the years, unless it's really serious and affects yourself, going to work every day and the service you provide your clients, do not make a move. So, you know, when I'm 29 years with one brokerage and I decide to make a move, um, you know, it's, it's because uh, it just, uh, it felt, uh, I just felt that uh, with the company, the, the direction of the company, um, the management of the company had changed. And, you know, it, it was, it was a, you know, 180 degree turn from what I was used to and what built our brokerage. And I, I just wasn't comfortable. And, and it took me, it took me a long time to come to that conclusion. Now, Lori knows that I do like change, but the one thing that I don't change is brokerages or the company I work with uh, very easily. I, I, you know, I'm somebody that actually embraces change but I wouldn't embrace changing a brokerage, uh, um, you know, every couple of years. Uh, so it was, it was very um, serious for me. And uh, I gave it a lot of thought and I never talked to Lori about it. I actually, I don't think I actually discussed it with Diane, my, my feelings near, near the time I made the decision to move. But once I had made the decision and I made it on a Saturday night, I just made the call to Lori and made that decision um, within a couple of hours and actually phoned uh, Keith Bartlett, the owner broker of uh, Sutton Group, and uh, said, you know, I'd like to join your company if you'll have me. And it was really that simple and it, it took a couple hours and it, it has been fantastic for us. It has been. It's been a good move. I started with... Uh, Century 21 and was an owner, was a broker, was a manager, and uh, worked for them for many years. And one of the important things in that company was stability was very important to me, uh, stability for myself, my clients, my business. And so when I was a manager and an owner, I studied brokerages. I studied them all the time because they were my competition. So I'm very familiar how brokerages are run. And I was very familiar with Keith Bartlett. He used to be my competitor when I was a owner broker. And a couple of things, and, Larry, and Lori says it best, the alarm code is still the same. How many years ago did you work there, Lori? Oh, it was, uh, I left about 17 years ago, I think. It was, years ago. And, you know, and some of the support staff is still the same. It's very stable. It's very easy. It was just an easy move. And so I looked at at companies and and I always look at companies and I wasn't looking at those brokers just thinking about making a move, but I always look at companies. And so uh, I just looked at Keith Bartlett, started the company in 1991, hasn't changed anything. He has lots of agents that have been there since 1991. That tells you a lot. There's a lot of stability uh, in how he runs the company, a lot of financial stability, a lot of success in that brokerage. And not only running his own real estate brokerage, 
his investment in real estate and his own real estate company and 45 years in the business, I looked to him as the best company to go to and the best owner broker with great stability. And, and part of that was COVID, you know, uh, uh, we're at, at, at times we've never experienced. And uh, I, I just felt that uh, that fit was better for the difficult time we were in. And it did. Yeah, it, it, it actually was. There was, and once we made the move, I mean, I, I, once I got over the initial shock and popped open a bottle of something on that Saturday night thinking, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, you know, I settled into it a bit the, uh, the following week. And then, you know, there's, there's just the, the typical paperwork that comes with moving over. But it, it, it was, it, there wasn't any sort of getting used to something different or new or big change. It was just very easy and comfortable. And it's proven to be a, a very good fit for us and our clients. It, um, they, they run it, it's run very efficiently. Uh, clients are looked after, agents are looked after. Um, so it's worked out well. Well, I was going to say the key is the clients, you know, because ultimately that's who you're there to provide a service to. And in order to provide that service, you, you have to have the, the tools and background and systems and setup that you need to do it. So this has been good for your clients as well, I take it. Yes. They make it easy for us, which makes us make it easier for them. And Irv can add to that. That's very true. And uh, what you say is uh, really hits the mark, uh, Dave, because I just found that um, the service to our clients and how we provide the service to the clients, they make it so easy at, uh, at Sutton. It just, it's so easy, easy. They have great support staff, great conveyance staff, and things have run well there for you know, 30 years or, 30, uh, you know, 29 or 30 years, 29 years, I guess it is. And uh, they have success and haven't changed it. And, and often you run into um, uh, these days with a lot of technology that is good and some technology that makes your business cumbersome and more difficult to provide the service you want to, to your clients. So I really like that. And so, you know, I called Lori on Saturday night and I had made the decision. I called uh, Keith Bartlett and uh, then he called me the next morning and he said, you know, Irv, he says, was I dreaming last night? He says, I just got home from Phoenix and uh, he says, I have to quarantine. And uh, he says, did I have a dream last night that you phoned me and you wanted to join the company? And I says, well, I hope it's a dream. And uh, he says, well, I, I wasn't quite sure if I dreamt it. Uh, so I said, yes. So we set up an appointment for when he could see me after COVID. And uh, Diane and I went and met with him for a half hour. You know, we, we talked about the company and why I wanted to join the company and uh, asked him if, if he would have me, if I would come. And Diane and I just walked out and sat in the car. And I, I you know, it's, it's like buying a house. Often it's a feeling. Mm -hmm. And I, well, how did that feel? Is it the right feel? And uh, she said, yes. And we made our decision to move and uh, went to my old company, terminated and made the move in a couple of days. Wow. Well, I got to tell you both. It's nice to have the uh, chance to chat with the dream team again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was nice. <laughs> Irv, as always, so great talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you, Dave.
Uh, of course, Lori, uh, we've still got some more work to do, so we're going to come back and do that. Looking to buy or sell? Interview Lori today and move in the right direction. 306-591-5192, lorisells.ca. Back with more of Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty after this. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Back with more of Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. Uh, Lori, was nice to chat with her in the first segment. Nice to have him on as well. And, uh, but down to business, uh, still some things you're seeing out there that you're kind of going, ha, oh, really? Things I'm seeing and things I'm seeing more of that, that I wish weren't occurring. It's the idea of these mere postings. And, and so I just want to caution sellers about mere postings. And that's what agents call them when uh, a seller wants to be put on the MLS, but he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't have the service of a selling agent. So what he does is he phones one of these companies. I, there's none that are local. And I don't believe there's any agents locally that do it. So we're talking their mere posting companies in Winnipeg. I think there's one in Saskatoon and one in Edmonton, the ones that are popping up here. So your agent is not even near you. They never see your house. All they're doing is providing paperwork and, and they have to be licensed in Saskatchewan if they're not in the province and posting you out on MLS. So basically you're a for sale by owner on MLS and, and they are difficult to work with. The, these, uh, you know, for instance, I just had one that um, I, I was referred to uh, this couple from a past client and, and friend, and they phoned and they said, we are having no luck with this. We've had anybody who comes through here is an agent anyway. Nobody has called us, you know, from the private sector to come and show it. I really want to buy this other house and I can't until my house sold, sells. Um, can you come? Can you come? So, I mean, I was there within a day. I had pictures done within a day. We were on the market, but then we're waiting for the mere posting company to cancel their listing because you can't be listed twice. And uh, that took a little bit of feet dragging and, and hoop jumping. And, and um, you know, the sellers got this, a little bit of anxiety. They don't want to miss this house that they want. And, and she, the, the line she said to me is, well, they don't care about us. And I said, no, they don't. They took your money up front. They put you on, on MLS and they're gone. So after sales service and trying to get this, you know, get them to take it off because they had locked you in for six months or eight months, um, they, they'll eventually cancel it because they've got their money. They don't care what happens after that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so she, she, you know, after a few days of bother, bugging and bothering them, we got, we got it taken off. We were listed properly on the MLS, proper pictures, you know, because I have a professional do it. A lot of times people, when they're doing this, there's no, no service at all with these things. Just send the paperwork, we'll post it, and they wash their hands of it for their upfront fee. That house sells or not, you're still out that fee. With an agent, if the house doesn't sell, you're not paying anything. Yeah, you, you so, only pay a fee if your house sells. Right. And so, um, you know, they're taking their own pictures. And then if you're not good, some people might be good at it. But if you're not good at it, it doesn't look good. I, I had my photographer in there within a day. Well, you know, short story, within a week, we had an acceptable offer in place on the house. She'd been sitting on that as a mere posting for months. So agents don't like dealing with them. So they will avoid them if they can, um, because basically they're dealing with a for sale by owner again. Mm -hmm. And there's liability on the other end. The, the, the seller's not protected by it. The, another registrant is not, you're not dealing with the registrant. So the liability goes up. And so if we can, you know, if there's more normally listed, the normal listed houses, those are the ones we're going to try and sell first. Of course, we'll show them if necessary, but 
they are just not a good idea. Coincidentally, uh, this same buyer, because I've run across three of them in the last uh, couple of weeks, the same buyer wanted to purchase this house that was also a mere posting <laughs> out in a small town. So that one didn't work out. We ended up uh, finding one that was listed that was, that was uh, you know, a typical listing that worked out better, was a much better house anyway. This mere posting one that's been on there again for months, six months, I think. It's overpriced. It doesn't, the listing doesn't show well. It, you have zero guidance and zero professional service and advice when you do this. So I would just advise sellers to think hard, long and hard before going that route. Well, how, how do they even come up with the price? They come, the seller just comes up with the price that, you know, this is what I want. This is what I need. Again, they don't have any They don't know what the actual market value is and what the comparables no. are in the neighborhood and what's sold and what's being asked for currently. They, ha they have none of that. All they're doing is checking boxes that uh, the, uh, the mere posting company sends and, and putting it on the market. They, they don't have any market evaluation, any data. You're correct. You know, maybe they look around at their neighbors, but you know how sellers will often say, well, I need to get this to get that. Mm -hmm. so that. Well, we all know that doesn't make any difference on your value, what you need to get. It's what is it worth? So buyers do have that question as well. Where did this price come from? But, um, you know, it's just now they're out that money obviously, or, or any sort of mere posting, as soon as you list that way, you're out that money and you're never getting it back. And if it doesn't sell nine times out of 10, I, sh you know, I don't have stats, but quite often they end up being listed, properly listed. They, they've just, they've taken their money, your money and put you on the market and they're impossible to reach. Sometimes. But in, in essence, you've taken yourself off the market by doing that. You certainly have hindered your marketing, uh, your marketing to other agents to to buyers because buyers don't want to come directly to you. They have agents. That's what so they're, they're there for. Agents. Yeah, and then it just goes on. Don't do it. That's the bottom line. I would highly advise not to. Gloria, great chatting with you. You uh, have a great week. Okay, you too. Thanks, Dave. Looking to buy or sell? Interview Lori today and move in the right direction. 306-591-5192. The website lauriesells.ca. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty.